Welcome to the Foundation Podcast. My name is Simone Scott and I'm going to be sharing some South African stories of hope with you. My goal is to give you more information about the great things that people out there are doing to improve our country. I'm really excited to share this episode with you. That's because it incorporates two things I love. Telling you about people who help others and knitting, one of my all-time favorite hobbies. I came across a poster by the Beanies for Babies project in my local wool shop here in PE. I was curious to hear more about the work that they do, and so I got in touch with the founder via WhatsApp. I was interested in how it all started and the impact they make on the local community. Hello, my name is Lynette Strijdom, and yeah, I'm from Port Elizabeth. I am the, the founder of this project. Um, it's a it's not an NGO we just yeah we don't have the formal documents for an NGO but yeah we I, I give everything through to my group so um, although I'm the founder I always tell them they're all part of the um, yeah the whole group is actually the the owners the founders the whatever we can say at this stage, um, yeah, I will. I, I started with this with the beanies for prem babies, and because it's really, I know there's a lot of projects ongoing, and um, everyone is asking money, or yeah, it is costly. And when I started with the with the prem prem baby um, beanies, I even I've, I always knit them when I have a pattern I always knit them first and I work out everything and I, then I realized for for nine rand at that stage it was even I think eight rand for a small little ball of wool you can make four or five prim babies and beanies so it was it is very um, it's not it's not costly I mean even if you don't have money yeah definitely you will have eight rand or nine rand at this stage it will be 10 rand i think it's nine rand 50 for that little ball at this stage so for 10 rand you can do something um yeah we don't ask like normally when you do want to do something it's firstly where do you start where do you get a project and what you can do and then i just realized that our south african ladies we can still knit we can still crochet even though I think it's, um, I'm, sometimes I'm really concerned about the younger people, if they can also knit and crochet, especially because we don't have that subjects in school anymore. But yeah, they can. Luckily there is Google and this stage is a kind of a murder, that's all it novice. Um, fashion yeah this this kind it's a kind of fashion so everyone wants to try and knit and crochet at least and then because the older ladies I mostly focus on them because they it give them a purpose in life again they they can still do it and now they are retired they're sitting at home they have the time firstly they have the knowledge and the skill and then on the other hand, it makes them feel important. Um, I love go and greet all of them. I always tell them, um, I have these drop-off points, but I always tell them, if you for instantly call me and tell me or give me your address, I will collect from you and I love to meet the people. That's very nice for me. And actually from their side also, they just want to, they just want to see somebody. 
and somebody stopping at stop at their house again and just have a few words with them and just make time to spend a little time with them. Listening to Lynette, it's obvious that she's really passionate about this project and the difference it's making in people's lives. I particularly love that Beanies for Babies touches more people than just the lives of the babies themselves. It's such a beautiful thing to think about the impact it must make on someone's life when they feel needed again. It's clear to me that Lynette cares about the babies themselves, but also about the donors and the positive effect the project is having on their lives. I believe it's this that helps to keep her motivated because this is a project that takes a lot of work to coordinate and she's been doing it for many years. Yeah, I really love this project. I always say I can speak for hours about it. I think because it just is not about the babies. There's so many people involved and so many people, um, the testimonials I get back, even on my groups, um, sometimes I will put a pattern on, you know, people that knit and crochet, they always like patterns. It's like somebody baking with recipes. So they love their patterns. And um, even some of the people on my group, they met each other or they asked for their phone numbers. And I know there's two ladies that they, they report back to me that they met each other and they drink tea together and they knit together. So they're friends now. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's not only the babies and the mothers and the hospital. It goes beyond that. It's, it's all the people that knit. The, even the, the other day, I got a letter with one of the donations. And the, the lady says there that she, she did all the knitted beanies. And the loom once was done by her husband. And then I also have another lady that she says her husband will, and at night times, he sits with her in front of the TV, she's knitting, and then she do jerseys, and then he will choose the buttons. And when she, every time when she's at number 20, she tells me, your parcel is ready. And then he tells her, we must go to the wool shop tomorrow, we must get some more wool. And he even, uh, he walk with her, and, and he choose the colors, and he help her choose. So it's not the babies anymore, or that we help with saving their lives, it's even the communication between elderly people that normally will just sit there. Now they communicate with each other, they help each other. And um, as I say, said previously, the older people, they have a new purpose in life. So they're not just sitting alone in the house. They can meet other people, they can get patterns, they have something to talk about and they just get a new purpose in life. So that's why I love it. And, and also just to, to see how many people really, how kind they are, how they help and how they support. And even if they don't knit or crochet or just by helping to donate money or wool or just praying for our, our group um, and always just, yeah, I, have also, I also have um, a Facebook where I put all my, every time when I get a, part, um, a donation, I make a photo collage and I put a little description of, especially if the people give their names, I will put their name there. And um, I think they love to see that. And sometimes they're very proud, uh, yeah, on the, on the handwork. So I'll put that on Facebook as well. And um, 
Yeah, just to see how the people enjoy it. And, and to know there's lots of people who want to do something and, you, and they want to help. And you don't know always where to go or where to start. And now here it is. It's easy because I have all these drop-off points in the city. So it's not, they don't need to go far. They can just contact me in any case and I will collect it from them. And as I say, it, it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money from 10 Rand, from 9 Rand 50. That is the cheapest little ball of wool. You can start and you can do whatever you can in your time and, the, and your own pace. So it, it does um, touch lots of lives. It's great to hear how the donors are impacted by this project. But let's not forget about the babies themselves. I'm curious to know about how exactly Beanies for Babies started, how long it's been running and how it affects these little ones and their families. In 2012, my son was in a near drowning accident and he was in a swimming pool. And actually just the year before that, he was a cradle, he had a kind of a cradle death experience. So yeah, then a year later he was, uh, he was drowning in a swimming pool. And because we canceled our medical aid, we were state patients at that time. And we had to go do to Dora and Ginza. And while we were there, my experience with the hospital and with the other babies and the mothers, I just realized the need. Because we're not used to that. We never go to those hospitals when you have a medical aid. You don't see, you don't, you don't even know what's going on there. And I just realized the need. Um, and that was not even the prim babies. Then... A few years later, the doctor that was um, helping with, with Pietras that night, he was talking um, at a church. And I was also then, when I listened to him and the need for, he especially asked for the beanies for the prem babies because he's a pediatrician there, I just realized that will be a perfect um, project to start because for everything they did to us, it's a way for us to just give something back to the community. And even when we experience now, for all, all the years we had medical aid, so this is a, actually a new experience, a new life without it now. So we, yeah, I meet all these people and I just see the need there and I just realize even here in the city, we don't know what's going on. We don't know the need. So that's why I decided this is our way to start and to just to give back. Because we're not serving, um, yeah, we're serving Dora and Ginza, but it's actually the whole of Eastern Cape. Um, the mothers go there because it's the baby's hospital, actually. So we serve really a, a, a white, uh, a white um, part of the community and the province as well. I've started in 2018, yes, and at this stage, the other day I counted the, the beanies that we already delivered at Dora was 26,500 beanies, so it's actually amazing, yeah, I'm, I'm getting beanies from all over the country, people courier to me or they send via family or friends or post or courier yeah any any way they they just get it here 
So we are really blessed with um, people helping us with the, the beanies. So we started with the, the pre beanies and yeah, then it just went a little bit broader because then people make bigger beanies. And what's nice, I actually asked them because you, you give this to the prem babies, but they also get bigger and then the mum don't have again. So before COVID, I was privileged to go to the hospital when we have a, a lot of beanies. I, I, I went there myself and I always take um, some of my people who wants to go who can um, with to see. So we, we were really fortunate to hand out to every mother and then um, it's nice to give them say for instance five different sizes so you know even when they go home they still equipped with more beanies so it's not like okay now the baby is bigger now they're going to get cold again or where do they get the money for from to buy more so and then we some of the ladies started with jerseys and blankets and booties and even for the mothers beanies for the mothers so whatever we i get whatever the people can make sometimes they say we can't do beanies but we can do booties um, the beanies are very easy to make i have these basic patterns that i normally give somebody uh, yeah sometimes there's women they ask i can't knit i can't crochet but I will try so it's a very basic basic pattern and even if you can't you can try and start with that i have a whatsapp broadcast group and there i have almost your these lots lots of people i think i have i definitely have more than 200 um that on a regular base donates something for me i have these different drop-off zones in PE, all the wool shops and then these two, three another places that's also um, dropping points and every week I can just do a, a circle and every week I have beanies or I have something and people even donating money or wool that we can give to the elder people who doesn't have wool. Many times there are some of them that tell me they will knit but they can't afford the wool so I use the wool I get for donations to give it to them. But you are definitely, definitely more than 200. There's people that sometimes, you know, sometimes it will be months and then they give me something again. Some of them stop, but there's people that continuously giving to me. Um, I got a message just yesterday of um, people from Nawabib. It's in the Namakwaland. Yeah, they've previously, they also gave me your lots of stuff already. So when they come visit here, they always bring me a, a, a big parcel with lots of nice things in. Beanies for Babies has clearly become about so much more than keeping premature babies warm. Although it's grown so much and become so successful over the years, this project really had to prove itself in the early days. At first, I realized it wasn't easy because luckily the lady I dealt with at that stage, a wonderful lady, Mrs. Gebushe, um, she's been retired at this stage, but I still have contact with her. But she said lots of people will come and support them, but it's only for a while. 
And I think after all these years and, and every second month I was there with another lot of beanies and thingies for them and even at Christmas time I tried to get some um, soft toys, whatever we can give extra for the the children even and for the mothers, sometimes just a, um, something extra for them. So then they realize this is not just another organization that is maybe just interested to see what is going on there. We are, we are really going to walk this walk with them and we we're there constantly. So it's not for once or, or twice or just to make name or something like that. We really, we really do it with heart to help them. How amazing that Beanies for Babies support is also touching the hospital staff. But that's not where it ends. These donations don't just impact the babies. It makes a huge impression on their mothers too. At first, um, I think they were just so overwhelmed that anybody can just come in and hand these things out to them. But I always tell my people, it's, I, I encourage them to go with me because to see their humbleness and their thankfulness is just amazing. It's like this, um, their faces just l light up and they, they are so thankful. You, you, I never walk out of there without a tear in my eyes, really. They, they are very, very thankful. And just to see how lovely they look. Sometimes I will, if you open up the, the blanket, you will see they don't have anything on, only a, a diaper. So um, I also take lots of secondhand baby clothing. So then we will dress them. So when you leave there, you see these beautiful babies with the booties, the peenie, a baby grow or a, a jersey on. And they really, I mean, every baby looks beautiful in these knitted or crochet stuff. And then the mother, they are smiling. And as I say, they are so thankful. They will normally, in, um, in a ward, they will get each other together and they will make a circle. And sometimes they will sing something for us. Or there will be one of them that will just thank us and say thank you for what we do for them. And as a doctor... The doctor also says that to get a, they already have these babies that are fighting for life. So if you have a mother that feels like, oh, they, they just, it's, they, the, yeah, their babies, they just look so beautiful and they've been spoiled. So if you have a baby that is warm, they have a better life to work with and they have the, the mothers that they've been spoiled and they've, yeah, they're just so happy. And even the stuff to see the babies and to work with the mothers that are happy, it's just this chain reaction of, yeah, it's just boosting everybody. So it, it gives uh, the atmosphere, it's so different, it's, it's positive. So it's nice to work there and to work with those babies then. There are plenty of ways in which listeners can support Lynette's work. You can do this by liking the Beanies for Babies page on Facebook, where you'll be able to connect with other group members and follow the donations made by the project. You can visit one of the many drop-off points in the city to deliver any wool or knitted donations. Or, if you'd like to take a more direct approach, Lynette also welcomes WhatsApp messages from anyone interested in contributing to the project. Listen out for her phone number coming up. My number is 082 
0646-786-785. That's my cell phone number and people are most welcome just to even leave a WhatsApp. I will contact them. And then all the wool shops in the city. It's Melody's Wool Shop in Warmer, Little Angels in Newton Park and Pandora's Wool Shop in Kabiga. And then it's J.A. Floral Distributors in Lorraine, I think. And there's also two new ones, Skatkes Lasla, that is um, opposite the Buffelsfontein Retirement Village. And then also at Daltar, they are in Mount Pleasant in the spa complex. The Facebook page also is beanies um, slash four slash babies comma pe. My my yeah, it's a it's a photo of myself, and I'm I'm holding two beanies, so they will they will see there. And don't worry if you've never knit a beanie for a baby and need a pattern. Lynette can help with that too. People often ask me, but they don't have patterns. So I have lots of patterns. Um, as I say, sometimes when I when I go to um, speak to people, I I make a little packet with a just a just a little bit of our history and how this whole project works and how it started. And then also in this packet, there's a, a pattern, uh, the basic pattern for crochet and for knitting, and um, a, one of my little cards just to contact me but then I also have lots of other patterns because sometimes you get bored of only this little one you want to do something more and try something else Th that I email is um yeah anytime if the people just ask me it's easier to email them than to whatsapp sometimes I will do that and um, even now we're going to do November it's a purple month um, for the prem babies so if there are any knitters out there who would like to get involved and make something that will help keep a little baby warm, then this is the project for you. Talking with Lynette has left me feeling so encouraged. I absolutely love meeting people who are passionate about making a difference and who find a way to do just that. Just listening to her story, I realized that it's not up to the select few to do that. Each and every single one of us can use our unique skills or talents to make a positive impact. Lynette could easily have listened to that story about the preemie babies, felt sad and forgotten about it. Instead, she listened and she started thinking, what can I do to help these little ones, their families and the staff members who care for them? Her willingness to help has spilled over and touched the lives of all these people, including her donors. This is truly a remarkable project and one that, you know, as a knitter, I'll be supporting myself in the years to come. Foundation was created by me, Simone Scott, with original music created by Wayne Charles Simpson. <laughs>